giant shotguns to go bring someone for him to torture. And that's right before, obviously, the scene where... And even, too, I like the buildup in the scene that you were referring to in the... Um, the sort of meat factory where they're all sitting on hooks, but they actually show you the shot of just the, the slabs of meat on the hooks first. And yeah. he's just standing in the room. It reminded me of, um, road games. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. There was a great part in that that had slabs of meat as well. Um, and then he goes into the freezer where there are just frozen bodies in there that they're clearly like hiding in there from like another time. Yeah. And one of them's even um, his buddy. Like the one that they've kept yes. to identify yes. and stuff. So it's like there's there's even a coldness to that. They haven't even buried their friend or or anything because the business hasn't been done or dealt with. Um, and yeah, then and, the then, other and thing, then they bring in the truck full of dudes sliding them around on the meat hooks and everything. But my right. my favorite part of that is that he calls it um, the way that he talks about what they're about to do is he calls it a funeral. Mm. Like it's just a, it's like it's like a casual yeah. little ceremony that like everybody does that you have to go to every once in a while. You don't really like to go to them, but, you know, you you do. Um, and that's how he's describing, like bringing in a bunch of people on like sliding meat hooks that he's then going to um, rant about them um, at where he's, you know, where he's telling them about how he's all he's done them all favors in the past and treated them well (laughs) and they're business partners in a way that's the craziest thing too i think all six of those people are like leaders in their different divisions and then at the end he even says something like uh just give them each a thousand dollars and tell them to shut up or something like that (laughs) like it's just it's so easy to deal with something like that i just i i I put you upside down on a meat hook and threatened your life but thousand bucks and you know, business as usual. Well, and, and not only that, the, the POV shot of them being slid around on the hooks, uh, which is like such a scary dehumanizing kind oh, of like yeah. moment in, in, in the film. Um, it, it's, it reminded me so much of what we talked about in um, thief when the gangster puts him into that one factory and the oh, entire yeah. monologue that he gets is like upside down from his point of, of Jimmy Khan, like lying on the ground while the Chicago yeah. mobster like threatens to literally like crush him and enslave him. Like it just it has very <laughs> evil vibes to it. Yes. And, but there's something um, so scary in this film, particularly just how uh, for me, it was just how casual he did it. Like, you know, he, he's such a kind of charismatic performer, the Bob Hoskins character, Harold. Yeah. That, that really did come out of nowhere for me where I was, I did not expect him to be like torturing people. So, you know, ruthlessly in that kind of way. And even, even though again, he, he doesn't uh, end up like really killing anyone or doing anything in, in that scene in particular, you just know that the threat was there. If the other guy didn't run in and say like the, it was an IRA bomb, (laughs) like who knew, knows what that scene would have been. Yeah, just just the frozen bodies in there, the slabs of meat, the body swaying back and forth, like those images all together just put do enough of the work for you. Yeah, and he's clearly <laughs> done it before. So there, there's a lot that probably happened in the last uh, ten to fifteen years that we don't get to see. And uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. great, man. It's just such a just ominous atmosphere a lot of the time, even though it just it also has that very like lively energy to it because he's always using the slang and he's getting upset at people. And it's a, it's just really cool to have both of those in there and he balances them. Well, the, uh, the director. Yeah. John, um, what was his name? John McKenzie. Cause I, I haven't, I haven't seen, um, any of his films and uh, other than this. And I, when I looked him up, I found out that he, he kind of came from like a British TV background. This oh. was one of his kind of early films. And, and I would say that, you know, that, 
Um, the film as a result, I think does kind of have this kind of like tough workman quality to the, to the filmmaking, which kind of makes sense to me coming from the kind of background where you do sort of like a more workman style on, on TV. But I think that because of the way that Bob Hoskins's performance kind of takes over the movie. I feel like he kind of moves with the energy of that performance a little bit as well. And yeah. also the story and the cross cutting and stuff like he's working with like a, you know, like a really solid um, script as well. Definitely. So I think, Definitely. I think it's a combination of all those three, three things ended up working. Like, like to me, it's a testament to like, you know, if you have the good materials and you've got a performance that sometimes, you know, all you really need to do is basically render it. Um, yeah. And and you've got something and, you know, and it's not even to say that he's not doing anything special. There are some nice, really nice shots in the film. There's like yeah. these great little there was POV shots of the car. Yeah, there was one that I really, really liked was um, and I want to talk about that scene, too. But it's after he stabs uh, his one of his partners um, out of like a fit of rage. And he goes oh, outside, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. And he goes outside, and he's just covered in blood. And he- and that's when Helen Mirren shows up, and he's just like just spazzing out, trying to get to somebody, and she's just frantically trying to hold him back and she even falls to the ground and I just love the camera work because it's 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 like handheld and it's just following him throughout this chaotic like yeah. scream fit and uh I thought I thought moments like that were really good in the filmmaking yeah the, the a lot of the switches to handheld are very like planned yes um you, you could you could, you can definitely tell that they saved them for moments where you're supposed to get really chaotic and close to the characters like again I mentioned it goes it goes uh, handheld during when when his bomb or when his pub gets bombed right um yeah is is what is one of the big first ones where we see it and then yeah you're right um after the the big stabbing sequence which which is one of my favorite sequences i think in the film because it just kind of i wouldn't say it comes out of nowhere but it's one of those things where you feel like you should have seen it coming um, (laughs) but it's also somehow shocking and surprising and also the level of just like viciousness to the violence in that scene. It's definitely the most that we've seen in the film, even though again, there's been tons of implied violence um, Mm -hmm. throughout the rest of the film. Like you're, you're kind of in that mindset and yet somehow it's still, um, you know, kind of, kind of shocking. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you. it's got that. It's it's basically just a shot of the guy lying down, slowly dying, and the the blood just keeps squirting out of his neck. And you know, we've seen things like that before on the show, but there's nothing quite like that in the rest of the film, regardless of what you were saying, like the all the implications of that.